Everybody, the Houston Wrestle Tracks. I'm with David Burton. How you doing? By the way, uh, uh, old girl, it's from the same class, from the same tough enough as uh, Sarah Lee. Yes, Mandy. That's right, Mandy. Yeah, Mandy, Mandy, yeah, Mandy. Yeah. I forgot about Mandy Rose was on that. Yeah. And what about um? Well, Ross SmackDown and NXT commentary has been changed. I care about their last name. It needed to be Houston. It wouldn't need to be. Yeah. And of course, there's going to be a seven-man ladder match for the 
Vengeance North American Championship. You think, no, I noticed something. There's always a line match for that championship. You know what? So I gonna, see that. This is going to be the fourth ladder match for the North American Championship. Mm-hmm. Of course, personally, my favorite one is the first ladder match they have for the North American Championship to crown the first ever North American Championship. A match that Adam Cole won. That was my personal favorite out of the three of them that happened so far. Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole. You forgot the baby part, but that's all right. He should be returning to TV soon, too. Uh, he had recently just recovered from his injury. The Colorado is still out on his injury. Of course, Bobby Fish is um, uh, in Impact now. And of course, we all know Robert Strong is currently injured. He's on. He's with WWE NXT. Mm-hmm. Now, I kind of don't like the whole Diamond Mine thing. I see what they're trying to do with Damon Camp. Trying to have him do his own thing. That's going to be an interesting match. He's going to take on Julius Creed. And an ambulance match. And if he loses, his brother's fired. Oh, wow. But let's talk. But let's get the elephant in the room out the way. Let's go across the street to AEW. This is a big old elephant in the room here. MJF. I'm sorry. Not MJF. Sammy Guevara and Andrade. Again. First... First it was Eddie Kingston, now it's Andrade. What is going on? I'll tell you this. MJF has a very punchable face. I'm just saying. I kind of hate. I'm going to be real with you. I hate young wrestlers. Because they, like like MJ, not, not MJF, like Sammy Guevara. He has a very punchable face and that I would love to just cave in. You know, this is like the the third incident which has turned into violence within two months, in a two-month time span. Tony Khan cannot control his locker room. Well, uh, Tony Khan doing too much. He's the general manager. He's the owner. He's the this. He's the that. You're doing too Tony much. Khan, Tony Khan's an idiot. That's what he is. Yeah. But... This is what happens if you have an inexperienced wrestling fan, a Mark, running a wrestling company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just pure turmoil in that company right now behind the scenes. I see. Oh, amazing. Y'all excuse me getting comfortable here, but in the meantime, I'm looking forward to uh, this anniversary Night. Well, we just had we just celebrated the anniversary of AEW this Friday rampage. Should be interesting, and also on top of that, battle of the belts after that. Oh, that's gonna be nice. Yeah. I gotta be honest; those battle of the belts shows—they've all sucked so far. So hopefully, this one will actually be good. Hmm. Yeah. So I get the whole battle of the belts thing, but be good. Be good. Don't yeah. suck. 
I'm looking forward to it. It should be interesting. Now, of course, if you don't like it, there's this wonderful adventure called the remote. You can just use. I'm just saying. But we'll find out this Friday. We got ramp. I'm assuming these laughter tape. No, it was recorded. Yeah, it's taped. Rampage is never live. Yeah. The Just like the Uso said, man, you the twos and we the ones. Ones? They got treated like they were the ones and they were the ones. Uh. Not ones, but more like threes. <laughs> <laughs> they're the threes and they're the ones. <laughs> oh, speaking of the Usos, Roman Reigns, well, basically the whole bloodline will be on Raw this Monday night from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Um... Of course, also the OBV 25th anniversary of DX. All of them will be there. Of course, Billy Gunn can't be there, him being in AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know Roman Reigns will also be on SmackDown tomorrow night. He's going to go face-to-face with Logan Paul. Uh, Gunther will defend the Intercontinental Championship against Sheamus. And Ricochet will also be in action. As he's going to take on Solo Sequoia. And this Saturday will mark the 25th anniversary of Kane's WWE debut. Yes, sir. So the WWE will be paying tribute to Kane with a special on the WWE Network and a special top 10 as well. Well, technically... Our little corner of Peacock, but I get, I get, you, I get what you're saying. Right. Yeah. 
I miss I miss our old network, but yeah. Twenty-five years Kane has been in the WWE. And what's interesting is that uh, somebody brought this up yesterday, is that in terms of all the wrestlers who are currently under contract with WWE, Kane is currently the longest tenured superstar in the company. Now, I know some people are going to listen to this and say Kane's retired. Kane is not retired. Until he officially steps down and says he's retired, he is still active. Mm-hmm. Which makes him the longest tenant superstar. Now, it was Triple H, but he, of course, he, as we all know, he retired earlier this year. So now that distinction belongs to Kane. Yeah. Wow, man, like growing up, imagine, like, all these, all these folks from my lifetime, like Shawn Michaels gone, Triple H gone. I say gone, me like step down. Uh, Shawn Michaels gone, Triple H gone. Uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson gone. Uh, Steve Austin gone. Undertaker finally, he's gone. Yep. All, all that's left is Orton and uh, Kane. Yeah, in terms of attitude area, yeah, you're right. Kane's the only. Without Orton, Orton's. Yeah. As a, no, in terms of the attitude, Eric Kane's the only one left as uh-huh. of right now. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm glad, I'm glad you actually said that because behind Kane is, in fact, Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I know some people are going to say, what about John Cena? They both made their debuts in 2002, which is a fact. But Randy started in April of 2002 and John Cena started in June of 2002 so which makes Randy Orton longer than Cena so behind Kane is actually Randy Orton mm-hmm. and he should be coming back soon as well he's currently still recovering from um, his back injury he suffered during that match when uh, he and Riddle lost the um the uh, tag team titles he got hurt in that match. Mm. And so, so Randy, I'll say he should be back before or after Survivor Series. Or they may just have him not come back and just have him wait and be a surprise entry in the Royal Rumble match. That's a possibility. I can see it happening, like them holding off. I can see Triple H. Well, I can see Randy Orton's like, okay, I'm ready to come back. Like, no, no. You sit home for another two or three months and we'll bring you back at the Royal Rumble for a surprise entrance. Because when your music hits, that that pop is going to be insane. No, back in the day, the Royal Rumble winner gets the golden ticket. Here's, Here's what I mean by that. He, gets, he skips the chamber and goes to the election chamber and goes to straight to WrestleMania. Now, everybody in the chamber match at the time, the winner of that match is number one contender, whoever is, let's say, the a championship match, the main event championship match, right? The, the, the election chamber is the number one contender match. You're right. So, what you're trying to say is, it yeah. depends on the show. Right. So, Let's say, for example, um, Edge, who's on Raw, 
wins the Royal Rumble, and he chooses to wrestle for the uh, the uh, Universal Championship versus on SmackDown, mm-hmm. which leaves the WWE title without a challenger. So you have your Elimination Chamber match, and then there's your championship. All right. 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 That's how they used to do it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like the winner of the chamber match will face the WWE champion at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And the Universal Champion or World Heavyweight Champion will defend their title inside the chamber. It was like if you was a champion and you didn't want to defend your title inside your elimination chamber, you was hoping a world number winner picked to face you at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I just thought, uh, could a one-on-one elimination chamber match work? Yeah. I that's something I would do. If so I was WWE champion, I'm gonna hold the Royal Rumble when he chooses to face me at WrestleMania. No, I'm saying, I'm saying like the, the, chamber. the Elimination Chamber match itself could 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 a one on one match inside the Elimination Chamber work? No, I was always wondered that for years. It would look strange. I got okay. I see that now. The closest thing you see is when there's the last two guys left in terms of a one-on-one match. So technically, that's what you're getting when all the other guys are eliminated. There's your one-on-one match. <laughs> you know, I've wanted that for years. I've seen it now. That that wouldn't work out. I was never really a fan of them putting females. In the Elimination Chamber match, I thought he took away from it. Mm. Same thing with women inside Hell in a Cell. Like, some matches, women should not just participate in. The Royal Rumble, that's fine, but Hell in a Cell and Elimination Chamber, any type of cage with females in it, no. That's a big no-no. It doesn't work. It doesn't look right. I can't really recall watching a woman's chamber or any cage I can actually watch over and say this was good. I can't do that with females. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Females, no. Like, I can't watch a, 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 a war games match with females over. I can do it with men. Women, no. What about on Raw? I, I remember correctly, this is many years ago, uh, Trish Stratus, I believe, was Victoria? Uh, Victoria and Lita had the first female steel cage match overall. Mm. That was interesting. Mm. Looked out of place, but interesting. That's when I knew it wasn't going to work. Mm. I was like, yeah, women have no business inside a cage. No, the best thing you can do with females is just put them in a bottle of oil, because that'll work. Mm-hmm. Anything involving a cage, no. 
Ladders, somewhat, somewhat. Depends on who's in it. A female ladder match can work. For example, we have a ladder match of Extreme Rules. There's going to be um, Bianca Belair defending the Raw Women's Championship against Bailey. And here's something people don't know. This will be the first ever one-on-one female ladder match. Mm-hmm. So, if this fails, then we know exactly why it's never been done. <laughs> Every other female ladder match, they've all been money in the bank matches. I remember they had one triple threat match was Oscar, Charlotte, and Becky for the SmackDown Women's Championship. They had a triple threat. And they had a ladder match for the women's tag titles. It was uh, the Kabuki Warriors against Charlotte and um, Becky. Mm. So this is going to be their first singles one-on-one female ladder match it's never been done so we're gonna see history at extreme rules this saturday philadelphia pennsylvania home of ecw you know i i want to talk about uh oh the young the young man what's what's it called it was uh Theory, Austin Theory, he has, he has, the clock is ticking, you got nine months left. You know, to be honest, I think he's going to lose that money in the bank briefcase. Yeah. Just because of the way he's been booked since he's won the title. Let's not forget. Normally, if you win the money in the bank, pretty much chances are you need to be booked strong so you can look like some type of a threat. Mm-hmm. Him, he's been losing every match since he's won that damn thing. That's I not... can't even remember the last match he's won. And then he got squashed by Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. The same night he attended to cash in, but got taken out by both Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Then attends to cash in again at Clash of the Castle and got knocked out by Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just been buried since he's won a title. So, I don't see him cashing in money in the bank. I personally think he's going to lose it or cash it in and not win. And to be honest, he's a Vince guy. And you know, Triple H, if he's not an Austin Fury fan, then he's not going to be booked big. And let's not forget that uh, Vince is no longer in his back pocket. Vince has nothing to do at least, like, well, well, he's still the still the majority majority owner, but as far as the show and the production, he has nothing to do with it anymore. So he's not in theory's back pocket anymore. Absolutely, it's sink or swim now. Yeah, Austin Fury, he's a good Austin Fury is amazing. He's an amazing worker and an amazing talent, but he was protected when Vince was there. Now that Vince is gone. Like Roman Reigns said, your daddy's not here anymore, so. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns predicting the future. Mm-hmm. Your career is going to go down, buddy. On the rare occasion, it probably won't happen, but if it did happen, it's going to go down. 
let's like Paul Heyman read the contract many years ago, 2019. You have a calendar year cashing in. You won July 2nd. You got to July 2nd of 2023 to cash it in. Now, if you don't cash, let's say July 20, July 22nd gets here. Hang on a second here, ladies and gentlemen. That's my grandma called her in a second. Let's say July 22nd gets here. July, no. July 2nd gets here. And it's the day of. The night of the pay-per-view. You don't cash in all night. Technically, the contract is null and void. And we got started all over again with the new Money in the Bank winner. Yep. So that's one of three options. Either A, he loses the contract. B, he cash in, lose the match. Or C, the contract calls no Lavoie because he didn't make the deadline. Well, that's not going to happen. I think either he's going to defend it in the match and lose it, or he's going to cash in and lose. Mm-hmm. Cashing in and actually winning. Yeah. With the way he's been booked since Vince has left. So yeah, I don't see him winning the championship at all. And he can't cash in on a straight rules because Roman Reigns is not defending the championship. I don't think he'll even be there. Yeah, I'm the I, Yeah, he's not gonna be there. No, he doesn't have a match. Yeah. Roman Reigns is not is not participating much. Well, it's on the show in general. So yeah, there's no Roman Reigns. Mm. Well, technically, I read the contract myself. Technically. It does say anywhere, so I, it'll be kind of pointless. But all you need is referee, and you're good to go. True. The contract does say any place. You're right, though. You're right. It's crazy because Roman Reigns can be at, at, at. Let's say, for example, he's at Extreme Rules, and he's not wrestling. He can end up defending the title. Mm-hmm. Austin Theory can come in and say, I'm cashing in. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing Roman Reigns can do. Mm. <coughs> so, okay, here's Russell. Well, he's cashing in, so you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You got to go out and defend that championship. Drew McIntyre will face uh, Karen Cross in a strap match. Matt Riddle will face Seth Rollins in a fight piss match. Fight pit match with UFC Hall of Famer Daniel Cormier as guest referee. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship match. The only extreme rules match on the show, if you can believe that. Anyway, we got a Dirty Book Street fight with Rollin Brutes will face Imperium, six-minute tag match. I quit match, Edge versus Finn Balor. Bianca Belair versus Alexa. Excuse me, with Alexa Bliss and Oscar versus Bailey with damage control. Mm-hmm. 
and a ladder match for the Royal Women's Championship. Well, that match is going to be all over the place, and those four are going to be out there in ringside. To be honest, they shouldn't be out there at all, because I think that's just going to take away from the match. This is your first one-on-one all-female ladder match, and you're going to mess it up by having four of the women out there to interfere in the match. Just let them go at it. That's a bad move, in my, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Especially being that it's your first bad move. And then we have Halloween Havoc, October 22nd, by the way. And here we go. Julius Creed, as I mentioned before, will face Damon Camp. If Julius loses, and this will be an ambulance match, his brother Brutus will be fired from NXT. Cora Jade will face Roxanne Perez in a weapons match. A seven-man ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. Triple threat match for the NXT Championship. Ron Breaker defeats against Andre Dragunov and J.D. McDonough. Let me announce... Wait, hold on. One, two, three, seven, four. Oh, it's a six-man ladder match. Well, the participants is Carmelo Hayes, Oral Mensah, Wesley, Ron Wagner, Nathan Fraser, and Axel. And that's your cards. Only four matches so far. Mm-hmm. I think I think they'll most likely add one more for Halloween Havoc and we'll call it a night. And of course you got Crown Show on November 6th, Survivor Series November 26th. Uh, of course there's going to be titled Survivor Series War Games. Only two matches. You got a male War Games match and a female War Games match. Now, the rumor is, is that these two War Games matches is going to be SmackDown versus Raw, which, in my personal opinion, I think is pointless because everybody appears on both shows anyway, with the exception of certain people. So, yeah, the whole thing kind of really doesn't make sense anymore to me. I think they should just kill the whole thing off. Or, if you are going to do it, do it right and keep everybody on one show. That's easy. That is so easy. Speaking of November, I know AEW's next pay-per-view is not until November, which is next month. Of course, they're going to have their, their full-year pay-per-view, which they have every November. And there's been, to the best of my knowledge, there hasn't been no matches announced. It's going to take place on November 19th in Newark, New Jersey at the Producer Center. Then again, there's no matches announced. But you can be sure we'll see plenty of title matches. Most likely, we'll see the 
AEW Championship, most likely. AEW Tag Team Championships. Maybe an ROH Championship. I don't even know when they're going to do the next ROH show. Of course, Tony Khan is trying to get ROH on TV. Not really sure what's going on with that. Um, you know, he just he just needs to um, figure out what he's going to do. Then you got this this Warner Brothers and Discovery stuff. It's a lot. Then you have the you know, the whole backstage turmoil. Um, ROH last pay per view was back in July of 2022, earlier this year, and they haven't had anything done since. Couple of months now, so we're gonna see what happens with that. We're trying to keep ROH alive through AEW by having ROH matches and ROH titles being defended on AEW. Of course, Impact has a bountiful glory later on this month. Raven. Raven is going to enter the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. latest inductee into the Impact Hall of Fame, which shocked the hell out of me. I wasn't expecting Raven, but that's something. Mm. Powerful Glory is a... is a Impact's premiere show. It's their WrestleMania. And it's going to take place October 7th, tomorrow. Well, actually, I think uh, that's, that's their summer slam. Slam versus at WrestleMania. I think it's more uh, this place than anything else. Um, but yeah, that's nuts. It's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And these are the matches. Brian Myers, who has an open challenge for the Impact Digital League of Time. So we're going to find out who answers his open challenge. Josh Alexander will defend the Impact World Heavyweight title against Eddie Edwards. Jordan Grace will face Masha Slamovich for the Knockouts Championship. Arnold Moore will face the Murray City Machine Guns for the World Tag Team titles. Speedball Mike Berry will face Kazarian for the X Division title. Yeah, yeah. We'll face Mickey James, and if Mickey James loses, she has to retire. Personally, I don't think Mickey James is going to lose, being at the fact that she's an NWA wrestler. Of course, there's a working agreement between NWA and Impact. Same thing with their deal with New Japan. Anyway, Chelsea Green and Diana Peraza will face Shire Valkyrie. And Rosemary, in a for a women's tag team time. Then you have the yearly twenty wrestler intergender corner shot gauntlet battle. The winner basically is like a money in the bank thing. If you win, 
bitch. Oh, oh, you calling the shots now, huh? Anyway, I'm, I'm joking with you. But uh, first of all, congratulations to Raven. Quote the Raven nevermore, mind you. Also, I want to let you guys know this Saturday, 2 o'clock, Davidson Shirai is with us again. We're going to take professional wrestling and put on the couch, the, 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 the psychiatrist chair, if you will. We're going to break it down. The good, the bad, the ugly, the awkward, everything about professional wrestling. And the first person on the list that need that clinical time on the couch is good old WWE. Davidson Shirai will be 2 o'clock Saturday, and we have an interesting time. I gotta mention New Japan has kicked off their their women's uh, tournament to crown their first ever IWGP women's champion. And of course that's gonna tie in with the ongoing G1 Climax. For those who are not familiar with the G1 Climax, it's a tournament that spans several days. And it's one of the most grown tournaments in the wrestling business. And of course, the winner of the tournament will challenge for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom in January. And for the second year in a row, Wrestle Kingdom is going to be three nights, January 4th, 5th, and 6th. And of course, you got New Year's Dash, which is another pay-per-view that takes place every year after... Russell Kingdom, so you're going to have four days of four straight pay-per-views in a row. That's going to be cool. That's a lot, especially if you're paying for it out of pocket. Yeah, but you don't have to do that. Cause all you got to do, go to watchwrestling.ai. Watchwrestling.ai. I say, I say to you a whole bunch of money in your car insurance. Watchwrestling.ai. 
AI, you're good to go. You got to pay out of pocket. You're absolutely right. And I'm glad you brought that up because I just recently came across another site that's good for wrestling. And? If, if wrestling AI is not working well for you, then try the wrestlingnetwork.net. Hmm. Cool. And you can watch damn near everything that wrestling AI has. You got impact. You have, of course, all the WWE shows. You have impact. You have AEW. You have NWA. And, of course, New Japan Pro Wrestling. You can watch all their pay-per-views, all their weekly television shows. And if you're a UFC fan, you can also watch uh, UFC pay-per-views on there as well. It's called the WrestlingNetwork.net. But um, I gotta warn you now, if you have a smartphone, uh, it's not gonna work too well. Yeah. But my best, your best bet is if you have a computer or a laptop, it works better on that. Cool. But I will warn you, if you do watch it on your phone, um, it's gonna give you a little bit of trouble. But your best bet is a computer or a laptop. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much for joining us. We're going to see you guys Saturday just before all the festivities with Davis and Shirai. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you next time. Take care, people. See ya.